All right, everybody. My name is Travis Stowe, your host of the Muddy Shoe Podcast, and you're listening to episode 11. If you've been following what we've been doing the last few weeks, it's been all about CrossFit Open. We've done CrossFit Open 17.1 and 17.2, and last week we did 17.3. I can tell you so far, it is incredible what people have to go through each and every event and seeing where you place yourself amongst other people doing the same thing. And I have to say 17.3 was probably the hardest one so far for me. Uh, This is my very first year, again, doing uh, the CrossFit Open. I've never done this before. There's a lot of things that I'm finding about about myself that I'm still needing improvement on. I think I did pretty well. This was scaled. There's an RX version and there's a scaled version. I did the scaled version. And if you haven't been following, the RX is a harder version, a scaled, as what it sounds like, is a scaled down version of the standard workout. I have to say, I've been looking at the leaderboard, and again, this is for scaled, but in the state of Georgia, I am again 34 years old, and the state of Georgia, I am ranked 11th in the state. That's pretty freaking cool. Scaled, but still freaking cool. So let's get into the actual workout itself. Basically, what we needed to do for scaled was chin over bar pull-ups followed by snatches. And each section, we basically had to do either more pull-ups and fewer snatches, but we had to increase the load of the snatch. In my eyes, the 17.3 was not really designed to finish. It was designed to see how far you could go within the allotted time. There was a time gap that you had to surpass and complete the certain rounds needed to move on to the next set. And if you didn't, you were done. And so that showed the capability of your endurance, your form, speed, and everything. So you had to really work on a lot of things at once. It was a very complicated workout, and I'll, I'll try to describe what it was like. Um, I'm probably going to butcher it because right now I'm looking at it on the screen, and even right now it seems complicated. Luckily, we had someone there at the gym coaching us, and I guess we wouldn't say coaching us. It was just guiding us and ensure that we were doing each section properly, but the very first section had three rounds, and you had to do six jumping chin over bar pull-ups followed by six squat snatches at 45 pounds. You do those three rounds, and then you would do seven jumping chin over bar pull-ups, followed by five squat snatches at 75 pounds. And then if you completed that, you had eight jumping chin over bar pull-ups, followed by four squat snatches at 95 pounds. You can see how the, the poundage on the snatches would keep on increasing. Each time you increase the load, the I guess you would say the chin up, uh, the pull ups themselves are what uh, piss you off. Maybe I don't know. I mean, it was just to keep increasing those while you decrease the snatches, but you increase the weight and you had to do it three rounds in a certain amount of time allotted. But right now we're at 95 pounds. And then if you were able to accomplish that prior to 16 minutes, you could surpass and go further. And you had nine jumping chin over bar pull ups and then three squat snatches at 115. Then if you completed that between 20 minutes, you could do 10 jumping chin over bar pull-ups with two snatches, squat snatches, with a 135 pound bar. 
And if you've still been able to surpass that and you haven't hit your 24 minute mark, you can do three rounds of 11 jumping chin over bar pull-ups followed by one squat snatch at 155 pounds. Now, I was able to complete it all the way to doing my first 11 jumping chin over bar pull-ups and my very first squat snatch at 155. By this time, I am I was running on steam, but I was trying to muscle up this 155. And after three attempts, the very first attempt I pulled, I barely got above my knee. I dropped the weight, repositioned, tried it again. I got it up above my waist, dropped it. I could not get it up further. So I waited for a few minutes because I had time. I finally, when my third attempt, I got it right up up onto my chest and I was gonna to try to keep going above my head but I just was not able to. I was able to get it to the chest and then push from the chest up over my head. The problem is that's not qualified as a squat snatch. So because of that, that rep did not count. But it's okay, I'm okay with that. My form was not there. My mechanics to do a proper squat snatch was not there and that is okay. I'm still in my first year. CrossFit is not designed for you to be able to jump in right off the bat and be proficient at every single type of function, every single type of movement. You're going to fail at something. You're going to find your weaknesses. That's why they put on these things. That's why they put on the CrossFit games. The CrossFit Open is to qualify yourself to even be a part of that. But doing this, I'm not gonna be a part of the CrossFit games. I know that. But what's great about me, participating in this challenge, being participating in the CrossFit Open, I can see where I'm at physically. These five weeks, five different workouts showcase your weakness. It showcases where you need to improve on. It showcases where you line up against other people at your age in this, you know, in the region, in the world. And it puts a basically a marker of where you should try to overcome and do better the following year. Next year, it's not going to be the exact same, but it's going to let me have at least a marker to look at and say, okay, this is where I was at last year and see where I can improve. And so by next year, I can be even better. And that's great because now I have a mile marker. I have a marker to indicate what I've done. I love that. I think that's great. And I love that I failed. Why? Because it lets me know that I have more improvement. I'm happy that I'm not good at it yet. I enjoy this idea of having to learn and be more efficient. And hopefully in time, my mechanics get more proficient, my skill set gets more, and then by doing so, I should be able to add and increase my weight load. And maybe if I stay active and proficient and keep on improving, maybe by next year, I won't have to worry about doing scaled. And maybe I'll have the, the strength and flexibility and the mechanics to do RX on a lot of these workouts and be able to rank higher in the state and maybe even better in the region. And you know, who knows? I'm Again, I know I'm not at that level to probably ever go to the CrossFit Games, but why can't I at least train for the idea or try to attempt to go to the CrossFit Games? In the end, it's just gonna make me a better athlete. So if you're wanting to see how my squat snatchers are looking like right now, especially when I'm at 155, already spent, have no energy left in the, the tank, but you can see clearly how bad my mechanics are, you'll see me muscling it up. If you go to mymuddyshoe.com forward slash 011, you can see on the page, I'm gonna upload it. It's kind of funny, believe me, it does not look good at all. It doesn't, it looks really bad, almost jokingly. And I'm sure if you saw it, you'd be like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. And you're right, I don't. 
<laughs> I literally had to have our coach explain what we needed to do before we did the workout, even though the night before I watched the men and f- watched Frazier cream the workout at RX and made it look so easy. You know, that night I was talking all hype about myself. Hey, I got this. This is nothing. I walk in the next morning. I look at what our coach was writing on the board, and I knew what that was going to be for scaled. And I'm like, nope. This is, in my mind, complicated. And please, someone make sense of it. What I'm really happy about is that Andy came in uh, on Friday because he wanted to do his workout on Saturday. So he came in on Friday just to help out the group and ensure that we were going through this workout and pushing our hardest. He's a really good motivator when it comes to trying to do something really, really hard. He gets right in your face. He does not let you quit. And if he has to, he'll throw out profanity. He'll throw out any type of thing to get your mind straight and be able to push the weight that needs to be done. And I honestly believe because he was in front of me, basically pushing me every step of the way. I was able to get so far all the way up to the 155 pound. If I just had enough energy, enough fuel in the tank to push it above my head and be able to count that one one rep as a qualified squat and snatch, that would have made my day. But it's again, okay. I honestly, Andy, thank you so much for being there. Thank you for helping us. And on top of that, you also brought us donuts. Now, I haven't had a donut in a very long time, and to taste a Krispy Kreme donut when you just burnt so many calories, when you just went through this incredible workout, sweated your balls off, sorry about that, but seriously, um, having a donut was awesome. You know, looking at some of the things that I think really helped. Again, I think Andy really helped me get through each section very quickly because I didn't have to worry about the rep count. I didn't have to worry about the size and weight load and having to stop and add more weight to the bar. Every time I was completing each section and when I got back onto the doing the pull-ups, they were already adding the extra weight needed. So basically it limited, it removed the time needed for me to perform the task at hand. I'd like to say that if this is my only tip that you take from this episode, have a few people, one person to watch what you're doing and counting your reps and making sure that you're not being disqualified for no reps. And two, having, if we happen to require a barbell that needs to add weight to it for each section, having another person there, maybe two, to go ahead and add those weights for you will dramatically cut down the time it takes for you to complete the workout. So if you take nothing else from this episode, maybe go in the next workout having someone there to cheer you on, to watch your reps, and to also increase your weight if that needs to happen. 17.3 is probably my favorite workout so far for the CrossFit Open 2017. I have the least idea what uh, 17.4 or 17.5 is gonna be like. Our coach at the gym was assuming that we might have maybe deadlifts followed by medicine ball wall balls and then overhead or excuse me handstand push-ups that would probably be at an rx level i'm assuming if that was the case the scaled down version would be a lighter weight on the deadlift a lighter medicine ball and then so some form of alternative push-up i would assume is going to be the case but it really doesn't matter because each workout it's progressively getting harder Whatever they come out for the 17.4 is designed to push us even harder. And I'm hoping that this week I've done enough preparation as well as doing a ROMWOD. If anybody hasn't heard of ROMWOD before, check it out. It's ROMWOD.com, R-O-M-W-O-D, ROMWOD, range of motion, workout of the day. Uh, But I'm going to be doing that the day before. 
So my goal is going in Friday morning, my head cleared, ready and focused, and basically dominate the 17.4 scaled. <laughs> but that's not all that's gonna happen this weekend. So Friday, I'm gonna do the CrossFit Open 17.4. And then on Sunday, I, if you haven't seen my post on the social web, on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, but I signed up for the Hurricane Heat 12 hour in Atlanta, and I have no idea what I'm about to put myself through. There are people that have done it and love it. There are people that have done it and failed and said that it was the worst thing they've ever tried to accomplish, but I myself have never done this. And what excites me about it is the unknown. I've seen videos, I've read people's messages, I get you know reading through the the underlining message of like when they say this is the most and coolest thing they've ever experienced. When you look at the photos, they look horrifying. That to me excites me because I really don't know what it's going to be like. It's not like your standard Spartan race. This whole thing is about an experience. This whole year is about setting new experiences. This whole journey on staying healthy, staying fit, is doing something that you've never done before and pushing it to your max. The Hurricane Heat 12 hour in Atlanta is something I've never done before. It excites me because I have no idea what I'm about to put myself through. And there's a bigger goal for this. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but I'm gonna throw it out there in the universe. You're gonna hear it on this episode. There is a Spartan, a Gogi, in the Great Wall of China that's gonna happen in around October. I was thinking that one day, maybe a year or two from now, I would actually attempt the Agogi. Well, if you happen to know me really well or know any of my friends, they will probably let you know that I am not that type of person that plans out a lot of things um, an extended period of time. Usually when something comes to my mind and it seems interesting enough, I usually just jump on board and find a way to do it. This happens to be the same case. So I spoke with the lady, her name is Allie, she's from Facebook. She's already accomplished and done the agogi on the Great Wall in China, and she absolutely loved it. She said it was the most incredible experience she's ever been and done. And the things that she told me intrigued me enough to say, you know what, I wanna do it too. It happens to be that this is gonna be the last year they're gonna possibly do at the Great Wall, and if I wanna take a chance to experience this, I need to do it, and I need to do it this year. So there you have it. I'm putting out there this year, I'm going to do my very best to assure my spot to be a part of the Agogi Great Wall in China. I have no idea how I'm going to pay for the trip. I have no idea what it's all gonna be involved. All I know is that it seems intriguing. It freaks some people out. It kind of freaks me out a little bit as well because again, it's something of the unknown. And obviously it doesn't help that it's a communist community, but but I'm gonna look past that because I'm looking at the, the sights, the beauty, the experience, the things that I'll learn, the things that I'll fail, and cross my fingers if I get a chance to take part in this that I will be able to accomplish the full 60 hours that it requires, 60 plus hours. I don't really know the exact extent. I just know that it's a lot of hours, very little sleep, a lot of work, a great team building, and that's something I'm really excited to be a part of. Well, thanks everyone for taking the time to listen to this episode. I am so excited for everyone that has started following the show and for the ones that have taken the time to leave a review, thank you so much. It means a lot to me because every time someone leaves a review, it honestly lets me know that what I'm talking about people are even interested in. 
This show is a passion project for me. I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying sharing what I'm doing. It's going to be sometimes just my journey. Sometimes I'll have people on. Right now, it is CrossFit infused because we're doing the CrossFit Open. And if you're not a part of CrossFit and care nothing about it, I'm sorry about it. I have two more weeks of it. You're just going to have to stick with me. If you love CrossFit, then awesome. Hands up. High five. Heck, if you're part of the the CrossFit Open, let me know what you've done so far. Are you doing RX? Are you doing scaled, male, female? What master group you are if you're under 34? I'd love to know where you are in placement-wise. It'd be kind of neat to see if someone that's listening where I rank to what they're ranking. Most likely, you're probably ranking better than me. It's understandable. Again, this is my first year, but that's cool. As I'm wrapping up the show, I do want to say something real quick. If you have a moment, please take the time going to iTunes. You can get to it by mymuddyshoe.com forward slash iTunes. It'll take you right to my page. If you're on your phone or even on the computer, there are ways to add a review. That moment of time that you can spare to give me a review, that would mean a lot to me. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and yes, even Google+. I don't know why. I put it out there just in case that there's a few people that are listening. But if you have a moment, could you go and follow each of those pages and maybe share this show to your friends? That itself would mean so much to me as well. So thank you again. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I am Travis Stowe, your host of the Muddy Shoe Podcast. I'm out of here.